Hey, guys. Hey, Kev. Um, we have a favor to ask. We are trying to sell a snuff film to this video store, but I can't go in there because the owner is going to recognize me from that time I raided the place with the FBI. But I don't want Betty to go alone, so... You had me a snuff film. Previously on Milkshakes and Mimosas, Andrew lost his damn mind over the redemption arc of Principal Honey, and Valeska and Jason were just gleefully along for the ride. One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue, but the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine, just fine, just, just fine. There's Jughead and Betty. A serial killer serving some jail time. Jail time, jail, jail time. We got milkshakes at Pops and mimosas at Veronica's. Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime. Some crime, some, some crime. Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine. Maybe damaged, damn, damn, damaged. Sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time with Team Cheryl. Hello and welcome to Milkshake Mimosas, a podcast where we do things right the first time. Joining us is Valeska. Hello, Valeska. Hello, Andrew. How how great is it to have this be the first time that we've uh, we've had this discussion? I mean, I'm hoping that you leave in the part where we had to restart. I never do. Uh, we're also joined by Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello. Hopefully, I'm adequate for this podcast in terms of well, volume and quality of voice. Right, I want right, to be right. yeah. adequate in terms of quality of care. <laughs> There's no hope for me right. for that. So you know. Um, yes, uh, coming straight from the pa- paper bag. Uh, How fucking Jason. Hello, Jason. dare you? Uh, How <laughs> fucking dare you? Okay. It's fine. Uh, we're junior and NPR. So well, that's what bef- uh, like the FBI. We're junior. Before we get started, besides sounding like a paper bag, I have a huge surprise for both of you. Really? Is it summons? <laughs> no, I have written a poem. I knew this day was I've coming. I've written a poem. I've spent three minutes, three minutes above my contractually obligated time preparing for this podcast to write a welcome back poem for milkshakes and mimosas. I must say, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I won't read it then. Keep the point. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I need to hear it. Please, please proceed. <laughs> Andrew just muted himself and said, fuck you. That's, that's what that means. Okay. <laughs> He's still saying it. He's still it's fine. <clears throat> Are you prepared? Uh, I was born prepared. Okay. When all my rivers have been punched dry, and all my incest babies have taken to fly, my twin sibling has been eaten in the womb. My cult leaders have been rocketed to the moon. Mr. Honey has ruined my encore song, and my sex dungeon has aroused its last dong. My invisible bear has finally died, and I've arrived with Betty at the junior FBI. When nothing at all makes any sense. And I don't think I have what it takes. I return to what I know best. Andrew Valeska 
and delicious milkshakes. Welcome back to Milkshakes and Mimosas. That that poem sounds like it was written by someone who has seen at least three episodes of the <laughs> And I've show. seen none of them. Zero episodes. You've seen none of, them. none of them. That was gorgeous. That was a lie, but... Thank you so much for sharing what was in your life. <laughs> I, I um, <clears throat> am prepared to be paid overtime for that three minutes of work I did in writing that book. We're not paying you anything. Uh, what? What? <laughs> I quit. Uh, you know, I, I take all the Patreon money and I use it for myself. <laughs> As you should, since you, do, since you do all the work. That's probably... All four dollars is all coming <laughs> in. It's all of my minis. I'm so Thank rich. you, Joe. Um, yes, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, we're That'll back. That'll be edited we're out. Back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just every other word you say is edited out. Uh, it's very confusing. Everyone is very confused by uh, Jason, as he always sounds like Yoda somehow in the edits, uh, <laughs> and not the baby kind. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Riverdale is back. It was a long road to get here, and, uh, you know, since that time, since that break, everything's gotten better, right? Everything's good? <laughs> We're all good? Uh, planet's back to normal? No, it's not. It's not. But somehow they uh, managed to film something during quarantine, and uh, we're going to talk about it. <sighs> okay, let's just get into this. So when I watched this this episode, by five minutes, I had already paused about 500 times. <laughs> because this episode just instantly starts out with the most ridiculous fucking shit. So if you remember, the Ah, the not really, but is now a season's finale of last year, um, ended with a bunch of uh, people in Betty and Veronica masks um, stabbing a person in a Mr. Honey bag. I think it was like Mr. Honey with like a fucking bag. Yeah, it was like the whole gang, the Cheryl, Reggie, um, Betty, Archie, Jughead masks. Mm -hmm. Kind of like um, the story that Jughead was writing called Killing Mr. Honey. Yes, yes, that story is referenced because um, guess what's happening right now? Jason, what what do you think is happening right now? They got this tape. They knew where it was going. What do you think is happening? Gee, hmm. What... Just to refresh your memory, so they got the tape and they recognized the cabin was Veronica's mm -hmm. mother's cabin or something. <laughs> or something. Thank you for refreshing my memory on that. Um... I can't remember who owned the cabin. <laughs> um, but her, the mother killed Is this all I happening think. in Jughead's story? Like, this is, is that what's, no? No, 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 no. they no. actually got the um, tape that, like, referenced the story. Oh, okay. There's a literal fucking FBI investigation happening with two teens just standing there and giving oh, advice. Oh, okay. There's, like, a literal FBI investigation happening, and then Betty and Jughead are just chilling there. Mm. And what happens, the very first thing that happens is, they're talking to old Charles Dipshit. Um, he's back. That's, uh, you know, the half-brother of How both of them. How dare you talk about my husband? <laughs> no way. There's no way you have any positive affiliation with this literal board of wood that has a weird haircut <laughs> and talks. Um, so anyways, board of wood man. Um, he, they found a pair of tickets with the uh, B and V on them. Oh. Jason, what could that stand for? Betty and Veronica? No, but that is literally the first thing that Betty says. Oh, okay. to go, someone goes, BV, and she's like, what the hell? 
like Betty and Veronica? And you're like, no, what the fuck? No, it's obviously not that. <laughs> I mean, that was my first guess. Too. I mean, come on. I, I, I feel slighted right now. Like, I don't, I feel. No, it's from Blue Velvet Video. No, Andrew's better than uh, us, Evidently. So. No, well. Of course I am, because I run Blue Velvet Video. <laughs> oh, shit! Blue yes. Velvet Video! Yes, yes. One of the worst things that have ever happened on the planet Earth is bad, <laughs> and that is man with a bad David Lynch impression running a uh, movie store called Blue Velvet Video. So they're basically like, oh, we gotta we gotta take that Crypt Keeper David in and and get get a, get the works and figure out what the fuck is going do, on with these tapes. And do you think that guy runs on. a YouTube video or uh, you know channel where he just like fucking tells you the weather every day? Is that? Hello. Oh my god! I, I hope have so. I have three balls, <laughs> and on these balls are different video rentals. If you get the right video rental and you have the proper coupon, you and get a movie free. I'm sorry, you got Broken Arrow. I'm sorry, Broken Arrow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that's the wrong one. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so they are pretty much they bring him in to do some uh, wishy wishy woo, which is called interrogation. Uh, but before we get to that, we get Archie. What do you think Archie's doing? What do you think Archie's doing? Probably making stupid fucking TikTok videos where he fucking says stupid <laughs> shit and gets dragged online. Probably. Did that happen? That'd Did be I amazing. Yeah. Did I no. miss that? No. Yeah, KJ Apple no. is okay. like acts weird and shit on TikTok. That happens. You followed KJ. No, Apple my um, thirteen-year-old keeps me updated. That technically counts as cheating. Oh no, I have not seen them. I've only been updated by my teenage daughter. <laughs> Can we have her do like a little guest bit oh, on the she show can... where she tells us about like one TikTok? Absolutely yes. not. Absolutely not. We cannot have a <laughs> She lives with me. I'm sure she's heard way more traumatizing things than. Unless she unless she puts on old age makeup. <laughs> this 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 podcast is only for people who would eventually be cast to play teens in Forty and up. Very forty and up. Um, no, Archie. Archie's getting back from a run. He's pushed it to the limit. Oh, shit. Okay? He's oh, because he's boxing. Dripping. Yeah. He's got sweat dripping down his face. And he's all gross and gooey. <laughs> and he comes in the door. And who's waiting for him? It's Veronica. Mm-hmm. So, Veronica has found a song. Has found. Oh, what the fuck do they call him? It's not like, you know, there's like the. It's not lyric. Is it tabs? Is that what they call it when someone is bad at doing instruments and what? they write? It's not that he's bad at it. That's just a different way of writing. But yes, tabs. I, look, as someone with no skills, I find it appropriate to make fun of everyone with <laughs> skills. I mean, that's what makes us podcasters. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, those who can't do get a million dollars for podcast, um, and those who don't get that money are on this. <laughs> Um, so basically, um, Ven- do you remember when, uh, you know, there was a brief, uh, kissy, kissy, uh, kissy, kissy, romanti, romanti. We'll call it between... the Barchi interlude. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one really wants to use the term Barchi, but yes. Are you kidding me? Um, I use it every day. It's his know, favorite I... thing. Yes, I know. I know. I'm sure that's one of the reasons why your teenage daughter is going to need <laughs> therapy. Um, 
But um, she has, uh, they were kind of kissing and going, me, 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 me. Oh, Betty, I love you so much. I wrote this song about you. Oh, my goodness. Let's kiss once and then never kiss again because we really don't love each other. We only love the idea of each other. Kissy, kissy, smooshy, smooshies. But I wrote you a song. And apparently, because uh, surprising no one, Archie has no... I guess spatial awareness. He just left it on his desk. Like, come on. He just he didn't he didn't hide it anywhere. It just was sitting on his desk. And Veronica's like, "Wow, I found this song. Would you play it for me?" Oh, just oh no, I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty. I'm gross. I gotta take a shower. And this song is bad. I'm gonna throw it in the garbage. And he just like throws it in the garbage. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, that's gonna be picked up mm-hmm. uh, out of the garbage soon. Um, and uh, you know, and then he decides to uh, do some uh, kissy kissy of Veronica, so she no longer thinks about the song. And then they fucking us shower, and then uh, Veronica goes to breakfast. And then they fuck in the shower. Is that what you just? <laughs> Yeah, you gave me. I don't think they actually do though. I think he asked her to like join him in the shower, but I think she has to like go and meet Hiram. And, uh... <laughs> she had time to hear the song. No time to fuck in the shower. I gotta go. See you later. Well, she had time yeah. to like look at the tabs. For the oh, song. okay. But he wanted him to play the song. I think they boned. But anyway, so that's that a bit. That is up to interpretation. They barchied in the shower. Uh, maybe do. In the shower. Uh, no, no, no. They varched. Oh, varched. I'm sorry. That was Veronica. Excuse me. Varched. They varched yes, yes, in the yes. shower. How so, dare you? Um, do you remember how Hiram was having some neurological issues and was having weakness in one side of, of his course, body? Of course, how could I forget? Yeah, of course. And I was like, oh, you know what? You know, after the stroke, maybe I have one character I can relate to. Oh, Turns out, Jesus. the only way to get better is to beat the shit out have of people. Have you tried that? Because, uh, no, no, only on <laughs> no. the internet. Um, and mostly, uh, I'm the one getting beaten. Um, I'm bad at Twitter. I volunteer um, as tribute. No, there you go. What? Wait, do you volunteer to get beat up by me? Is that what you said? If it'll heal you. Oh, my God. No. That's friendship. No, it's See? not. That's bad. That is a bad she, thing. Don't do that. She said she was going to do don't it. Do she that. volunteered to do it. It's still good friendship, even if you know you don't follow through. You're a bad friend. Thank you if for you t- recognizing my sacrifice. Right. Jason. You're a bad friend if you take her up on it. <laughs> right? Anyways... So Hiram is recovering from his thing, seemingly randomly, but he said, I have a new workout technique that's helping me get stronger. Eat babies. And then it just cuts to him in, um, you know, in brass knuckles and, like, beating the shit out of people, blah, 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 oh. blah, blah. In alleys. <laughs> and then Veronica's like, I'm going to call your doctor to confirm because I don't believe you. What? Which, hey, wait, wait a that's minute. fair, though, because, like, yeah. Hiram is, like, always is lying, right? Is he, like, right? beating like, people on, like, street people? Like... I think that they're like Malloy's. I think it's the Malloy's moonshine. Okay. Moonshine gang. Okay. So. So Veronica calls a doctor and she ends the call by saying, thank you, Dr. TTFN. So is this doctor prescribed um, thuggery? Is that, is that? Probably. It's Riverdale. Who the fuck knows? Probably. It's like, like, hey, people get shot in Riverdale. They're up dancing two two minutes later. Fair enough. So, you know, anything is possible. That's how it goes. Anything is possible. Um, so, yeah, so he's doing that. That's just his thing. It looks like it's the exact same set that all the stuff happened between Dodger and Archie last season, because I guess they only have one weird, sketchy art uh, alley they film mm. in. Wait, is uh, it actually like, Sketch Alley? 
Oh, yes, I think it actually is Sketch Alley. You're right. They actually have a name for it because nothing in life is good. Um, yes, it's Sketch Alley. <laughs> so now we get oh, to this hard-hitting scene that we really kind of find out what it is that David is talking and what he is telling the FBI. Mm. Apparently, it's only movie quotes. That's it. That's it. Wait, of course. Wait, is of this course. Quentin Tarantino? Actually? Hello, it is me, okay? <laughs> I am here to talk about fucking old movies. I am uh, so glad it's not a Tarantino character. No, me too, because I would then actually have to die. <laughs> Because it was just I immediately. Went I feel like this podcast would be seven times better if Andrew was forced to talk about Quentin Tarantino on this podcast. Every oh week. no, 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 no! I'd be very angry. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that happens. So then um, it turns out he's not telling him shit. He's just talking to movie mm-hmm. quotes, being like, "I don't know." Oh, I don't give a damn. But then while this is going on, Betty is interrogating Miss Bell, the most obvious and physically capable suspect. Miss Bell, the 67-year-old receptionist, secretary, school person. I had I had a teacher growing up, Miss Bell. That was that was terrible, so I know you bring her up all the time on this podcast. I know. I will always bring her up because I don't like Miss Bell. <laughs> the one who's having an affair with Mr. Mm. Honey. Wait, they weren't actually fucking, were they? I thought that we agreed that they were. Oh, we agreed it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Of course. <clears throat> I remember everything we agreed to. Yes, of course. Um, it's so, unconfirmed, but highly sense. Mr. Weatherby walks out because now he's back. He's back, baby. Well, most of he, them's back. Well, most of them is back. He did lose a finger to uh, good old Edgar Evernever. Uh, because, yes, he joined the farm, was involved in the pharmacists from last season and um he's just saying he makes uh, most of his nights up by screaming but sometimes he gets through the night so that's good i mean same uh, girl same yeah he's, he's a broken man he's a broken man he's a living that 2020 life um <laughs> now we get to figure out what the fuck archie is doing this this episode and guess what? We're going to talk about all of the Archie scenes this episode right now because I fucking hate them and they're boring. So we have the Commandant from the Navy. I think it's Navy. I don't know anything. Uh, yes, it's the Navy. <laughs> so the Navy, he's going to he's gonna try to get Naval Academy. The, in the Naval Academy. But the problem is he was being a little flip-flopper. So there was another person they were looking for by the name of K.O. Kelly to become possibly the new person in the Naval Academy. Because again, apparently the Navy only has one spot to which I say, bitch, they take and ruin children's lives all the time. So they'll take in everyone. Uh, But anyways, um, he needs to prove himself to this man, this man. So he says he's going to set up a match between him and K.O. Kelly. It turns out K.O. Kelly is dating Katie Keene because Katie Keene is uh, canceled Mm -hmm. and they have to kind of do something with her characters, I guess. But Um, they don't even bring her on the show. They just like talk about her, which is hilarious. (laughs) Well, no, no, because I think Lucy Hale actually has acting gigs. Uh, It's the rest (laughs) of the cast that has something to do. Um, 
So uh, K.O. Kelly shows up and, um, you know, he's all like, I'm going to be strong is strong. You will never beat me. I'm better than you. And I have a vague Russian accent. He doesn't, but I'm the character I am embodying does. <laughs> um, and um, they have this thing where they come to the gym and they're going to like train up and be all Buffy Bufferson. And it'll be like, wow, who's the better man between the muscles and the running and the mm. coolness and the pa 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 punch, I did punch, like punch. when K.O. shows up and talks shit about how Archie isn't in, his, isn't in his weight class. He's like, I'm bigger than I look, bro. Which is such a thing to say. I once fought a bear that was invisible, so we don't really know his weight class, bitch. Just say it. Um, a typical grizzly, even if he was visible, weighs a lot. <laughs> they fight. Uh-huh. They kiss it's basically one of those things where it's like two men just like constantly flexing each other and you're just like guys just kiss you clearly want to kiss but you're not going to kiss you're going to take all that energy out by punching each other so in order to you know kind of psych psych up ko kelly he along with uh good old sweet kevin keller's dad ex sheriff keller now a guy who helps coach at (laughs) at archie's shitty gym Boy, that character has fallen. But anyways, he's like, ah, oh, if you want to win this fight, you got to psych him out. So they have a test of endurance where they go, bam, bam, bam. Let's watch a montage of them doing things. And then you find out, whoa, when they're in the showers and they're all shirtless after all that muscles, they're just like, oh, well, Archie, turns out you do have more endurance than me. But I would still be a better bottom. And <laughs> talk a little while. And then they go off to to some show where Veronica shows up and Veron- it's Veronica's, what is it, Bonwee? Yeah, so Bonwee, her illegal speakeasy that's still in this fucking show that she runs underneath of Pop Tate's restaurant in a way that still does not make any sense from an architectural level, but hey, whatever, it's Riverdale. Wait, can I just say that when Archie like mentions the speakeasy to KO, he's like, her what? Because he gets yes. the fact that it is ridiculous that she owns and runs a speakeasy as a senior in high school. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a very ridiculous thing. And uh, he's like uh, flabbergasted. So uh, Veronica goes there. Veronica's like, it's a very special night for me. And oh, we have a visitor and I want to make my man be happy. So she sings him a song. What song is it? It's the awkward song that Archie wrote for Betty. Oh, no. Can it you, came up earlier in the episode. Can you sing a little bit Chekhov's for me? Can you sing a little bit for me? Uh, yeah, sure. I remember. Oh, I want to kiss you because you're blonde <laughs> and you worked at the Blue and Gold and you're pretty, but you're dating my friend who is uh-huh. dumb and writes books. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And no one can figure out who it's about because uh, it's a very uh, abstract song. Um, but really during the song, Betty is there as well with Jughead because I guess they decided they would take a break from doing crime solving to go to the Bon Oui. And uh, you can tell Betty and Archie are very uncomfortable in this sequence. I just want to say if we get, um, let's say $200 a month in Patreon money, I will record a version of that song with a ukulele. Oh my God. And I may, I oh. may. Pay that two hundred dollars. That's you don't have that. You don't have that money. Um, <laughs> but... That is true. And wow. Sad. But you know, I, I might open a speakeasy so that I can make the money to um, make that happen. You know, 
Oh, please do it. So you're, you're saying you'd, you'd sing with my lyrics? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I'll sing with Archie's much better oh, lyrics. Oh, shit. Shots fired. So You're a B-side, if oh anything. Oh, my God. Okay, so K.O. Kelly and Archie, they go back to Archie's place, and they're like, hey, man, what's up? And K.O. Kelly's like, you got yourself a sweet girlfriend. And Archie's like, yeah, but like, I won't break up because I think I'll hold her back. And then he's all like, well, us lugheads, we don't get to make that decision. It's up to the cool girlfriends that we have that are super badass and cool. Remember, I'm on Katie Keene, and you should watch it. This was probably filmed before my show got. Canceled. I was about to ask that. Is do you think this was this was filmed before the pandemic? Correct? Is that what we think? I have no idea. I don't no. know. I don't okay. know. I don't okay. do any research. No, no, yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't even watch the show. Well, <laughs> yes, you do. Don't lie to us. Uh, you write the show. Oh, we've we've established this. <clears throat> Um, anyway, so uh, K.O. Kelly and then Archie, they fight, they fight, they fight, they fight, they fight, 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 fight. The Archie and K.O. show. Um, no one gets KO'd. It, Archie loses, but he loses by decision, a.k.a. we call that Rocky Balboa rules. Um, because that doesn't happen in actual boxing, right? Actual boxing is like when you're fighting King Hippo and they, they can knock you out super easy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, tough crowd <laughs> um, <so laughs> I know nothing anyway, of boxing. I have nothing to contribute. It's fine. This episode barely has anything to contribute because it wisely intercuts this uh, this boxing match with a whole other scene. But I have to cover the boxing match to get it over with. So, yeah, so Archie loses, and then the commandant comes by. He's like, well, you did punch a mean punch. Maybe next time you can reapply, and then Archie's Archie. Archie like, is such a whiny little bitch in this scene. Yep, Archie's suddenly like, I'm little bitch mode, and I don't take this shit. Fuck you. He's fuck like, I'm place. never gonna apply to your school ever again. Hey, never gonna come to school ever again. So, if I'm understanding this correct, yeah. Okay, probably. He's they. He wouldn't take him into the naval academy if he lost the boxing match. Is that? There was only one spot, and the winner gets it. What the fuck? Because the Naval Academy... It's because Veronica suggested that they fight for it. Uh, uh, right, but and, and again, that's how the military-industrial <laughs> complex works in the States. They only have one child, <laughs> which they grew up I, I only have a spot for one person in the Naval Academy whose job it is to be probably on a ship or a submarine, and I want the best boxer imaginable. Apparently that's a thing. I don't know. Wasn't there that movie in, in, in Annapolis or whatever where some <sighs> dudes were in the Navy and they punched each other a bunch? What do you know? You never had service in the military. Well, I did, actually, but not in the Navy. No, I know. That oh, was okay. a joke. Um, <laughs> that's, how I got in the, that's how I got in the Army, actually. I boxed my way in because the, they're, really, uh, they're really picky <laughs> about who goes into the United States military. There's only one spot available left. In the Naval Academy. Okay. All right. Okay. They're not just pulling people off the fucking street, whoever they can, not trolling yep. people. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. They're just... Uh... I mean, Naval Academy, though, is for officers, I believe. I think that's the idea. That's kind of like West Point. So it's... And so a gentleman, I guess. though? So you have to be is even it... better at boxing. I, yeah, then. I guess. Mm-hmm. But do they also have to be Richard Gere? Because isn't that the officer and the mm-hmm. gentleman? 
Is that mm-hmm. not what that is about? Was Richard Gere in that movie? I don't yes. remember. But I remember. There was something about him shirtless doing bonus. push-ups. So maybe that's how he got in. He got. He had to do a number of push-ups. Isn't that what happened? Amazing. 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 <laughs> Anyways, uh, he's all whiny, and then he decides to go to prom with Veronica, and we'll get to that as we go <sighs> back to prom, which eventually happens. Speaking of prom, we also have Cheryl and Tony because they want to be prom queens. Bow, bow, bow. That's right, folks. We have a pretty normal character discussion, something that belongs in an actual television show. Someone accidentally wrote realistic teens. Who did it? Who did it? They need to be arrested. Um, They want to be prom queen. And then, yeah, so we have a line from that entire exchange, actually. I forget. Did we open an episode with that? We did not. You can do your Riverdale Masterpiece Theater thing. (laughs) Riverdale Masterpiece Theater begins now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Cheryl, Tony, is this where I sign up to run for a prom person? Oh, no, Kevin, I don't think you want to do that. Yeah, no, I don't, actually. But Fangs has always wanted to be prom king, so here we are. Well, I hate to ring on Fangs' parade, but Tony and I are campaigning to be co-queens, and it has been my destiny to wear that prom crown since birth. I've spent my entire life fantasizing about being prom queen, and a part of that fantasy is that I exist in a world where everyone wants me to be prom queen, and certainly not themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, yep. Thank you, Kevin. As my friend, I knew you'd understand. As you can see, that was an amazing line reading. Well, don't you agree? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, happened in real time, too. I witnessed all of it as it was happening in front of my eyes. It was beautiful. It unfolded like a flower. And um, Thank you. I just uh, soaked it in through my eyeballs um, in years since we're on a podcast and we don't actually have video. Just like all the senses. Uh, all the, really. I tasted it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it. Yeah, so that's just a normal prom queen thing. Like it's literally from a different it show is? that was actually building up. What? What do you mean it's from a different show? Like that dialogue is lifted from a different show? No, 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 no. no, no. It's just it, there's like no murder in it. So oh, there's no murder in it. There's no weird sex cults. There's no. No, man true, in a fucking... but it is pretty stupid. Like. It's very shallow. Yeah, true, true. What do you mean? Prom queens are like, everyone wants to be prom queens. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody really, like, gets to actually bully people into not even running Right. the way that she does. Right. Bullying is right. That's what we learned. (laughs) Um, I think the writers of the show need to be bullied, quite honestly. (laughs) You're the writer of the show. I know I need to be bullied. Jason, what were you thinking when you came up with the name of a character called War Baby? <laughs> War Baby? Oh, yeah. Okay, I wanted to ask about that. Who is he referring to? Uh, War Baby, Ovs, a, a <laughs> discount 90s X-Man, of course. Probably very racist against indigenous people. That's my guess as well. Um, War Baby. War Baby. Like, the only person who I thought would have actually fit that would have been Dilton, who is dead already. Oh, but is he? Is he? Oh, no. War Baby is a character. Oh, Um, he's an Archie character? No, like, he's a character from this show. Well, yeah, yeah, but 
he's not like an existing. No, but I thought he was just made up for this episode. He's like one of those. Oh no, wait! I'm looking at a character called Baby T. <laughs> we should probably explain where War Baby comes into the episode. Wait a you confused War Baby and Baby Teeth? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, there's a lot of maybe he became. How many teeth baby... related characters are in this show? I don't know, but anyways, uh, that's a character that comes up because guess who's in prison? Who guess who's in prison? Yeah. Guess who Bughead decided to go visit wisdom at teeth. Uh, Shankshaw? Oh. The character Wisdom <laughs> yeah. Teeth. The character of Wisdom Teeth. No, it's uh, Brett. Brett Weston Whoa. Wallace. What? Um. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the, the actual Brett Weston Wallace? <laughs> wait. No, that's Brett Easton Ellis. Brett Weston Wallace is the fake version Brett of Brett Easton Ellis. Easton that's Ellis. right. Okay. From Stonewall. Okay, got it. He's in jail, as he should be. But, yeah, so Brett Weston Wallace is in prison because, yes, of course, he tried to murder Jughead mm-hmm. last season. What a naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> so he's being uh, interviewed by Bughead, and they're all like, we know you know the secret of David. You should tell us. And he's like, I'm not telling you, I'm a preppy man. And then they have their preppy man talk. And then uh, it ends with uh, Jughead being like, you know, I have a friend named War Baby. And, he, and then also <laughs> Brett Westwall is like, Brett Westwall is like, oh my God, not War Baby. Oh no, baby, no. What? And then um, he's, he uh, apparently War Baby hates preppies and would murder him or something. So he gives all the information to them. So now they know they have to make a snuff film <laughs> because the only thing that that David Lynch buys apparently is snuff. I film. hope War Baby Again, is an actual baby with war paint. Hey, they have to make the snuff film because they need to get into the underground immersive red band screening slash rave that David is throwing. Yes, yes, because we all know that what I'm sorry, are you are we are, are we are we boring you, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as you could Sorry. know, the, uh, the person who makes the tapes is called David. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they need to take uh, the to get into the rave, because we all know that's what film nerds do. They rave. They're notorious ravers. Mm-hmm. I will time. say the party is actually pretty amazing, and I would love to go to it, uh, apart from what? the, you know, snuff films. <laughs> Wait, wait. Like if they what? had other things screening? It looked like a nightmare. All it looked people? amazing. It was like Whoa. a warehouse and each room yeah. had like a different thing screening and it had music. Uh, it looked pretty great. I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing that scene in Mad Men where Peggy goes to that fucking party where they're showing just crazy Vietnam art party with the crazy shit on the fucking wall. It was like that, but with like different music. <laughs> okay. With worse music is what you said. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> I would go. Okay. Okay. So anyways, they need to get into that place. And, uh, you know, the way they get to do that is uh, some amazing, intricate filmmaking. Because Jughead thinks he knows how to make a snuff film that will convince David. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jughead, wait, wait. So Jughead's trying to make a fake snuff film. Is that what the idea is now? Yes. Yes. <sighs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Who does it. he cast, Jason? Who does he cast? In the snuff film. 
mm-hmm. to be snuffed. Is that what you're asking? The stuff uh, to be snuffed and to snuff to- the snuffer and the snuffer. Okay. <clears throat> Archie. No, no Archie at all. Hmm. No, no, no. I I told all the interesting Archie stuff. Oh, okay. There was okay. Um, Reggie. Yep. Very good. And. Hmm. Hmm. Who would it pop? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pop snuffs uh, Reggie. It's my guess. Oh my god. I would have loved that, but no. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm pretty sure Pop would have done it. It was Cheryl. They got That's Cheryl. bullshit. Cheryl's not allowed to be in this. Wait. Um, but okay. She but demands also... to have a wig because she says, I don't want anyone to recognize me by my signature ring. <laughs> but there's like a lot of stuff going on here. One, Jughead has no idea what a snuff ring is. <laughs> Despite seeing multiple <laughs> snuff films in the show. This guy, this guy, a few seasons ago, actually I think it was just last season, spent hours of his life watching snuff films. All day. He was sitting in his little sex bunker watching snuff films. <laughs> Me too. That was all the fucker was doing. And apparently, watching all of the snuff films, the best thing he can come up with is a man dressed as a leather daddy randomly stabbing somebody with leftover blood from Halloween with a mask that was sitting beside them that was like a gimp mask that looks like it had like an evil protrudy mouthy piece <laughs> and like looked like someone would be if they wore it they would be a discount xenomorph like if somebody watched way too many Ridley Scott movies mm. and was like I'm the Prometheus engineer, and I'm going to eat you after talking about world shit for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But it's so badly filmed because it's way over the top. Despite him, well, again, again, it's Riverdale. I guess he's only seen way over the top snuff films. <laughs> Wait a but minute. They're, they're... Are there like <laughs> middle of the road snuff Like a films? subtle, like slow burn? <laughs> Before sunset, but a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the thing. Yes, if you want to try to make it convincing, uh, that's how you do it. That's how they. That's how they. That's how they did it. Faces of Death. If you had watched Faces of Death, he would Excuse know me. how you do Faces it. Faces of Death is Andrew, not. I a look snuff forward film. to your masterclass. Yeah, this is how you make an artistic snuff film, you fucking dogs. Yes, because if he, if he had just watched Cachet, he would know how to make a snuff film feel real. Andrew's- well, Even Cheryl calls him the Palma, real. so. <laughs> Anyways, um, but like, but you have to not make it obvious that it's a fucking stage <gasps> film. He used fake Halloween blood. He can't even make his own blood. He can't even pick up a book and go, oh. How did Sam Raimi make blood? Huh? I think this is the angriest thing you've ever been at at this show. It's no, how... I'm just No, he was way angrier bad... about Mr. Honey's redemption oh, that's true. It's just bad and stupid because it doesn't make any sense. And when they finally do get the real snuff film for that, you should have just done either one, done that in the first fucking place. Uh, Betty, you should just had that idea first. Anyways, they make her fake snuff film, and then, uh, you know, they get Kevin alongside mm-hmm. to uh, get them help to deliver the snuff film because obviously Jughead cannot go as he once raided the place for with the FBI. And that line reading actually opened the episode. Yes, and that, that opened the episode. And, uh, oh, oh, what is it that he, he raided the FBI for? 
Oh, right. Fucking snuff film. He had a bajillion snuff film. <laughs> Why didn't you just use one of those snuff films that you already had? Because he already had them. He can't. He's oh, yeah. Like, but have you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I one, I guess this is it's a good a good idea that he probably has everything cataloging back. I remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> he, apparently, he's he's turned into Skeletor, <laughs> which I guess means he's. <laughs> about to run america but i mean i'm uh, into it <laughs> i you know i'm hey man you will see my snuff film <laughs> this is what really happened to man at home <laughs> 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 anyways of course um they showed they show the first snuff film to blue velvet video man and okay <sighs> Jason, what kind of a poster do you think would be beside this man that would make me feel very upset? Oh, God. Oh, God. But because it's a good movie, but makes me upset because it's now in this oh, scene. Is it a real film or is it? Oh, yes. it's a real film. It's not like a parody of a real film. From the 50s. From the 50s. We have talked about it on another podcast, but not as a specific one. But in, we have talked about it. Ooh. Reptilicus? No, of course not Reptilicus. Reptilicus uh, is 1960. Okay, okay, excuse me. I was way off. Leave. God Laura, damn. Laura Holy a shit. And a Reptilicus film. Holy okay. shit. I was way off. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking three years off. Holy fuck. <laughs> Make a snuff film of me. Um. Uh, it's them. Oh, it's them. Okay. All right. I was going to say the them. beast of 20,000. I was going to make a joke and say it was them. Oh, That's it's amazing. Them. It's them. 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 Oh, that is a very them. good film. That is a very good film. That's a great film, but now you have this horrible scene happening in front of it where fucking the blue velvet video guy is like, ah, you've been had. This is clearly a fake snuff film. <laughs> this is not a real snuff film. As you can see, if you would have watched the millions of snuff films, you took... Oh, God. Also, why does this guy have a, uh, a snuff film rave slash party when he used to just have a room full of snuff films that got raided from the FBI for being snuff <laughs> oh, films? This guy and out. he was still <laughs> allowed to be out and in business? Did he start a new thing? Like, he's all of a sudden, it's like, if somebody raids your house and takes... Videos of you murdering people or videos of people being murdered. And then you go, ooh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a snuff film. Uh, anyways, anyways. So, yeah, he's apparently he's out. And now he's hosting raves instead of being a, a secret back back alley place that didn't draw any attention. He suddenly got raided by the FBI once and was all of a sudden like, I'm going to turn this into publicity. The FBI raided me, but now I'm going to host motherfucking film festival raids. You think you want to lay low for a little while after the FBI busted you for having a room full of snuff films? No. And then also actively interviewed you about possibly having more snuff films? You would just let a guy, person come in, and you would be like, okay, they come in, and he literally goes, you guys look familiar. So... He couldn't possibly be like, hmm, the FBI might be fucking watching me 
because I was just interviewed by the FBI about snuff films, and then someone walks in with a snuff film. They say, ooh, I was at a party, and they just had a snuff films. Andrew, do you want to know why they were familiar? Um, Ponytail Playmate and the Tickle Ring. Yo. He knows them from their previous work. He's a fan. Mm, There you go. There you go. Ponytail... Also, okay, well, you know what? That uh, that adds a whole new element <laughs> of would ponytail playment not be underage pornography? Uh, anyway, so <sighs> that doesn't work because they're because it's an obvious fake snuff film. So they have to show him a real. No, it's not a snuff. It's a Betty Counters with a child abuse film. What? Of uh, which which child, Jason? Do you think she uh, showed the film of? Which child? They were a child in the film. We don't know them as a child, though. Oh, so they were... Oh, wait a minute. So it's one of the main characters when they were children? No. <laughs> baby black hoodie, I'll get in a <laughs> Is it baby teeth? <laughs> no, it's baby black hood. Remember, Betty's dad. Remember Betty's dad? Oh, yes. He was a black oh, hood. Oh, yeah, baby black and then hood. he was not yes. the black hood. Yes. He's a baby black hood. Oh, my God. Anyways, he got abused by a bunch of people. <laughs> so, and he's had not, to, like, so it's not a snuff film. It's just a child abuse film. And he's like, eh, that's all right. It's Hal Close Cooper enough. getting, like, yelled at by his abusive mother. So yeah, it's just, it's, and he's like, or whomever. I, I, I was going to say and, a really like, awful then, sentence, then, but I was, I was going to say, like, that's just... So it was, it was verbal abuse? It wasn't even physical abuse? I think yeah. something happens in the video that we don't see. Okay. Like, I think he, like, kills I, I just don't, I mean, it just seems like a huge de-escalation from snuff film to verbal abuse. Well, wow. the fact that it's a serial killer kind of makes um, David really interested in it. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much, like, David would have a true crime podcast now. Yeah. And memorabilia. <laughs> um, but also, like, I love how he just doesn't, he's just like, oh, wow, is this real? Yes. Cool. This must be the Black Hood. What? Like if he doesn't, if he doesn't know, because she says, "Oh, that's my father," but like he doesn't do like a Google search to see, "Hey, is this the Black Hood's daughter?" Like, is the was the Black Hood a Cooper? I forget. Um, <laughs> but no, he just immediately believes it and says, "Hey, come to this fucking rave, oh joy." <sighs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. So they're just showing. So they just so all of these people uh, are coming to a rave to watch a child get abused. Is that the yeah? Well, that's just no, one, one of the rooms. No, there are like multiple rooms. So they have different rooms. They have a oh, snuff yeah. room. Some, they have a verbal some, abuse room. They have um, some uh, some illegal sex. One of the rooms room. has like, the Paw know. Patrol on, and uh, <laughs> be there on the, the lost episodes. Lost. The the episode of Caillou where he finds the dead bird is in one of the rooms. Um, Look, that was a great episode, <laughs> and you guys uh, didn't appreciate it at the time, and now Caillou's dead. Um, so, yes, it's true. Um, <clears throat> so Cheryl wants Tony to have a great big get-together with her family before they go to prom. But the problem is Tony doesn't think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Because some shenanigans is happening with the Tonys. This is I... such a sad storyline. So Tony asked Cheryl to hide their relationship in front of Tony's family. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you think it's because of homophobia. Turns out just the Blossoms are dicks. <laughs> so everyone hates the Blossoms. So. Uh, Nana, her Nana's more pissed about Blossomism than lesbianism. Oh, well, I mean, I, okay. 
I mean. I mean, okay. What a great. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we know, what we know of the blossoms, not great, not great. Yeah, it's well, fair. yeah, it's fair. But uh, problem is, Cheryl thought it was because of homophobia and just showed up at the Tonys and was just like, "Yo, the Tonys, they're, they're not the Tonys." <laughs> the Tony. She showed up at the Tonys. No, go with it. I love it. She showed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Neil Patrick Harris, fuck you. And Neil Patrick Harris is like, it's not homophobia. Your family's just a bunch of assholes. And that's how she learned. Yep. Yep, that's how she learned. Except and, he did um... it in song for... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know the blossoms are big old pile of <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's better than Archie's uh, song. I think they're a piece of the shit. blossoms are a pile of trouble. Save <laughs> that song. Love it. Uh, okay, so yeah, so Cheryl showed up and was like, blah, 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 we don't see that happen. So when Tony comes to talk to her nana, her nana already knows the secret. She's like, oh my god, you're dating a blossom? You can't date no blossoms here. Fuck the blossoms. Throw the blossoms into the street and murder them. Eat the rich. Nom, nom, nom. I'm like um, nana more and more. That doesn't happen. Yeah, no, she's cool, but she doesn't actually oh, say cool. that, but, um... Anyways, it just seems like uh, they don't want them to, to be be a thing. And uh, Tony is like, oh, she doesn't want me to go to prom. But then Cheryl's like, oh, you know, I'm sure I went over there. But please, in an actually good scene, like, again, it's a Cheryl scene, so it's obviously mm-hmm. good. But, um, the, you know, Cheryl is, like, actually shows some good emotional uh, resonance. And uh, they kind of uh, have a very nice moment. Um, and Tony decides to go to prom. So we'll eventually get to prom, but there's more stuff before we get to prom. Like the rave. They have to go to the rave. It's rave time. And, you know, who better to talk about a rave than Valeska? So Betty arrives at the rave and is told that the Black Hood film is playing in room 317. So she sneaks Jug in and they start wandering around. They see a room where tickle videos are playing they see a room where snuff films are playing they walk into a weird room with people wearing masks watching the auteur film auteur films and jug starts like going around asking people if they know who their director is or if they are the director which is very weird nobody likes that they start pushing him around betty is recognized as a ponytail playmate and she is told she is hotter in person so jug starts throwing punches obviously (laughs) they get thrown out of that room (laughs) Then they notice a tall dude at the end of a hallway wearing an owl mask, which is obviously the auteur. Uh, I mean, he's wearing an owl mask. Who else could he be, right? The owls so they are, are just not about, what they seem. Yeah, obviously. They are just about to go after him when, who do they also see in that hallway, Jason? Who has mysteriously also shown up at this party? Mm. Unexpectedly. Baby Velocity. <laughs> Baby Velocity. That's right, it's Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean! He's at the party. What? So what does Jughead do? Jughead sends Betty to run after the <laughs> alleged murderer at the end of the hallway, and he stays with Jelly Bean. Oh, Okay, shit. but I also must add, we have no idea that this person could be the murderer. It's just a person at a grave in an owl bath. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. And then when they think he's a murderer, he's like, Betty, sick him. <laughs> and he just hangs out in the hallway. Well, yeah, and then he takes Jelly Bean to like to pops afterwards in the owl it, mask. It's no, 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 no. The owl mask guy oh, just okay. escapes. We don't get anything with that. 
I thought he was just hanging out in Betty doesn't tackle him. No, Betty, 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 like, I think she probably does, like, a little bit of hustle, and she's like, ah, fuck this. Oh, oh and Jughead, you know, you're at a party where people are watching snuff films. Don't throw punches. You know what I mean? Just don't go no, around no, asking them if they directed them. You know, don't say anything. Don't make eye contact. You know, you go into the room where fucking, you know, Tom Cruise is getting gangbanged with Nicole Kidman, where everyone's wearing masks. You don't make eye contact or talk to anyone. You know what I mean? It's but not still, a small talk situation. No, you, 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 still, you see yourself out of the eyes wide shut Tom situation. You know what I mean? That's. That actually would be a better way for Tom Cruise to spend his time right now because everyone would be masked. <laughs> He'd be yelling um, at people, put your mask on! Put your mask on! This orgy is not respecting the six foot distance! I have hired an orgy bot <laughs> to make sure you guys are maintaining your six feet! <laughs> Anyways, um, so they go, to, they go to Pops afterwards and they're like, Jelly Bean! Why are we at this rave? And she's like, well, I was at soccer practice, and somebody's brother said uh, there's a rave. So I went to the rave. And then Jughead was like, okay, but you can never go. Don't ever go to a rave again, okay? Don't do it. I'm not mad. I just don't want you to go to raves with snuff films. <laughs> he has the exact wrong way to chill response. Because what he should be is like, holy shit, people get murdered. There were real murders at that place. <laughs> And it was a fucking rave film with also a bunch of sex shit happening. <laughs> Lady, you should not call be there. The police. You know? Call the police. We well, we should call the police, but we work for the FBI and they don't really get along. I, I mean, I feel like Betty is junior FBI. She has a duty to act here, right? Do they though? We don't really know what exactly like what duties the junior FBI actually has considering it's a totally made up organization. <laughs> well, apparently it's fucking investigate real murder scenes. So, I think they're pretty much just normal FBI at this but point. But I mean, Jughead isn't in the junior FBI and he's been investigating murder scenes. He's like he, he's been deputized. Deputized is that the thing of the, F, the junior FBI? Deputized into the it's, junior it's, FBI. It's, yeah, you know what? That's why they need to defund the police because they have a bunch of weird, stupid. <laughs> he's an honorary junior. He's like FBI. a junior, junior FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defund the police. Um. So, uh, yeah, they are way too chill about Jelly Bean being at a murder rave, and they do the equivalent of being like, "Don't do it again." Yes, this Don't is you know again. this is you know um maybe that's the way that she like that's the kind of uh, discipline she responds best to. Maybe they know their own. Family. That's right. That's right. Every child is different, Andrew. No. Some children oh, yeah. just... Oh, yeah. Some some children show up at a murder <laughs> snuff film rave, and you're just like, hey, you know, don't do it again. You know, if okay? you press too hard, she's just going to go running right back to that snuff film. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think just... she's a really reasonable young mm. woman. I think this is going to be just fine. <sighs> Push okay. too hard. And they slip through your fingers, Andrew. And they just find them yes. back. Yes, you're, you know what? Right, sure. If you catch them smoking weed, sure, don't get on their ass. But if you uh, find them watching snuff films, and, well, I mean, To like, be fair, and, we and, don't know. She could have been in the tickle mm-hmm, room. Yeah. That's worse. That's, That's worse. legitimately worse. This sound, it's this, way fucking creepier. This feels like... The tickle you're room such a prude, This feels Andrew. like kink shaming, and I don't no. appreciate it. No, no, it's not kink shaming because most of the people who were in the tick vittles didn't know they were being filmed. That's what's bad about it. Don't ick someone else's yep, young. Yeah, that's right. 
I'm not icking the yum other than the person that Jelly Bean is like five years old. She's like 18. I don't know. Five years 27. old. Is she know. baby war paint or whatever the fuck that? War paint. I, I literally don't know how the age of her character. She could be in college for all I right. know, given how Riverdale is. I don't know, but I think the actual actress is like seven. So <laughs> it's the chill. opposite of every other Riverdale character. She's seven playing a 19 year old as opposed to a. <laughs> 50 year old playing a 12 year old or whatever the fuck happens in this show <sighs> so anyways now i guess she's never gonna go to the rave again and just gonna go back to soccer practice she's going back you know if that's what she yeah, said yeah because proper parenting andrew mm-hmm. proper parenting well she didn't even bring the well done jughead you think you think maybe you think maybe you would sit down with the parents you think it maybe you would be like hey fb uh, be aware of the Excuse murder me. Raves. What what is the proper parenting step when you? Why are you such a nut? Yeah, well, no, I mean, why am I such no, a Andrew, nut? I, wanna... I just don't want my family going to murder raids. She said she wasn't going to anymore. It's Andrew, fine. It's what's fine. the proper parenting okay, step to take right. in that situation? Right? You're gonna ground her. You burn the fucking you're place ground. down, <laughs> and then she can't go back. <laughs> so you're wait till episode so two. So that's a good I'm that's sure. a good parenting lesson, you know. Just burn your problems to the fucking ground, Andrew. Okay. Th- that's what I did in D and D, and then my character died. But that's entirely irrelevant. You were playing a D and D game where you all went to a snuff film factory. No, 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 no. We just got killed by a, a angsty vampire. Mm, okay. Well, I did. He kind of. Lightning. Did they tickle you, Jack? <laughs> no, 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 no. But it was the second time I lost. The other time I lost in a fight against someone selling pies and died. Um, turned out to be a witch. Anyways, D&D times, yo. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, Anyways, I know that. Uh, I, so our, I know that campaign, Andrew. Yeah, and there's oh, yeah. Curse, Curse to Strahd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Strahd. Yep. I'm dying. <clears throat> it's fine. I, I made a magical cat, and he's the he still stays yeah. around. Yeah. Anyway, those pies are made out of children, anyways. You know. Oh, that's good yeah. to know. They, I think they just left them alone mm. afterwards. And just this is completely anyways. gone sideways to nerd town. Okay, can we oh, go back to right. this? Uh, sorry, can we go back to the snuff let's film? Let's go back to snuff films. I mean, the worst thing that could happen, I guess, is that Jellybean becomes a better filmmaker than her brother. So exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, that's definitely gonna mm-hmm. happen. I mean, I think it would happen if anyone else. So question. Town. Everyone there mm-hmm. seemed to have, um, you know, seen Betty's porn tape, right? Has Jelly Bean right? seen it? Probably. Uh, maybe. Like legit? Legit? Probably. That is um, problematic. I guess she's been, you know, she's been hanging out in snuff films, so I guess that's probably neither here nor there. I mean, I'm sure it was playing in one of the rooms. Yeah, well, I mean, someone literally came came up and recognized him. Oh, no, wait, so it wouldn't have been it. because Ethel had stolen it from the Scarlet Suite, so it's now oh, in possession right. of Jack. You're right. You're, you're right. The one thing I know about people who rent from videotapes, uh, they never copy. So, they never so there was, copy. what did you say, 131 at least rooms in there? <laughs> I didn't oh, say that. You said it was room yes, number. There were 131 rooms. Well, because it was in, you, you know, you know, in Riverdale, the small little town that has a warehouse district. It was well, there. they said it was room. There was a room 317. Okay, so are we, are we yeah. thinking there's But I don't know if that means there were 316 other rooms. Because <laughs> that's a. It seems. That's hey, a lot that's of rooms. That's a lot of you variety. Know, I'm just glad they didn't go into room 237 <laughs> and we got to watch a whole bunch of people talking about them. <laughs> I was actually going to mention that. <laughs> I, I'm surprised they didn't go for I that. love that in room 237, they're just talking about the moon landing. <laughs> not... As you see here, 
When he gets off, there's a breeze. It's fake, okay? And David is like, I, I, I know what fake snuff films look like, and he's got a point. I've seen a lot of snuff films faked, and every time they do it on the moon, you always know it's fake when there's wind. That's amazing. Um, that's right, moon snuff films. Um, so anyways, uh, now we get to prom. I love prom. I love prom. Everyone loves Everyone prom. looks so good. All the dresses look great. Mm. Oh, well, yes, of course. Who looks because, the best, again, Valeska? we're talking about, like, 37-year-old supermodels. Yes, they all Who look looks good. the best, Felicity? Nana takes a picture with a camera that's from, like, the 1800s. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's just like, smile for the camera, boy, or I'm going to take a photo of you. You look like King Kong. Did you mention the part about Hiram talking to Archie about becoming the deputy mayor of Riverdale? No, that's literally the next the next one. But yeah. What? Yeah, because Archie's all like, I'm not going to be the punchy punch. And then, um, you know, Hiram's like, well, you could be the punchy punch, but you'd just be deputy mayor when you punch people. Valeska, who looked best at the prom? Mm-hmm. Who wore it best? I want to say Betty or Tony. Oh. Are you kidding? Cheryl, obviously. Anyways, it's heresy. Um, Mary Andrews says smile and say endgame when she takes a picture of Archie. What? Why? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Every time someone mentions the word endgame, I go on a three-hour <laughs> rant about the Marvel Universe. Um, so I really can't get into that. Betty's dress is at least $6,000. It's exorbitantly expensive looking. It's probably from Nordstrom. Is that what we figured out? I think that's where they got all of their... Yeah, that's where they get her sweaters. Yeah. Right. So it's probably like one of those. And again, it's like probably like $2 billion. It's it's, like at least 6,000. It's probably like, you know, half the GOP of most countries. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, it's it's expensive. I want to tell Jason about the music they play at the prom because it made me so happy. What did they play at the prom? Sure. What did they play at the prom? They played Sixpence None the Richer. Kiss Good me. Lord. Okay. They pay, played the Friends theme. What is it? <laughs> when is this taking place? 1996? That... They played Collective Soul, The World oh I Know. Oh, my God. Wow. The, uh... Uh, the, the court dance was to Mazzy Star, Fade Into That's a you. beautiful song. Um, yes. However, why are they... Li- what? Aren't, aren't kids that are watching this show, like... 15? I don't care. I don't care what they thought. I loved it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, this was well, for me. We'll, this was okay. an episode okay. for me. Fair enough. We're gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna get into some stuff. But um, before we get the to collective you know, soul, all those fifteen year olds listening to collective soul up there. When when something goes crazy and bad, what do you think song plays to commemorate the? Badness. I didn't bring that one up. I loved it so much, but I was going to let you talk about that Ooh. one. But it's a great song. Oh, it's song. a great song. I, uh, oh, it's well, so same good. era? And it's perfect. I mean, same era? It is a, it's uh, a earlier good, era. An earlier era. It's a very it's very topical. Very topical for the prom? You mean? Um, not for the prom, but for Riverdale prom, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So, when um, things go bad, what do you mean by bad? Maybe I can get a hint of um uh, okay, we'll get there. Okay, I'll ask you okay. when we get there. There's a lot of shit that has to happen. Okay, so what happens is they all go to prom. It's a pretty normal prom. Reddy, Reggie uses fizzle rocks to spike everyone's drink. That's a very that's a very oh, yes, like Archie thing to do though. That's that's cool. I like when they they do that when they like 
do like more you know innocent stuff that would actually happen in the Archie comic, you know? No, no, no. Fizzle Rocks is like crack. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot about that. <laughs> Fizzle Rocks is an actual... Like, wait, is it, it crack is not, or is it... it is, it's a crack? Is it crack? I think it, I think it was like... Well, I like because uh, maybe not crack. Like it, it might have been like a, a heroin or something. like. I thought it was like a it's pretty serious... It's an opiate. What do you think, sir? I thought it was like kind of a methy thing. Like, okay, that oh, makes it's like kind of like a crystal okay. kind of. I don't know. Just fizzle rock sounds like. Can a, you drop meth thing. into punch either and way, drink it and get? Way, I don't know. I don't think so. Either way, it's it's one of those things where like uh, it's a serious enough drug, and like again, I think even like uh, spiking someone's drink like normally with like booze is really bad. Like you definitely shouldn't do that too. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely one of those things where uh, spiking uh, drink full of a very hard what? narcotic. Probably not a great Also, idea. but then like there's no payoff from right. that either. Right. That's like, very stupid. That's just, a waste of money. Fine. That's just a waste of money. <laughs> I mean, yes, but okay, Reggie has a bunch of money. Yeah, but you're yeah. just throwing I, I, it away to get everyone methed up. Which doesn't I, uh, even happen. Well, yeah, we haven't seen the next episode. Maybe they're all just like going crazy. Does it like have a 24-hour delay? Like, what's Maybe. the half-life of uh, Fizzle Rocks? Can you imagine Fizzle Rocks as soon as it hits one? Like, it just has a 24-hour delay. So they're all going about their normal lives, and it just hits. Amazing. Amazing. Anyways, that happens. Um, and uh, everyone's dancing. They're like, whoa, wow, it's going great. Veronica and Archie are dancing, and they're like, oh, oh, chickens, did I not tell you my plan? I don't know why she suddenly sounds like she's about to sing the monster. Is this is this become like <laughs> climax? Is that what's going on? <laughs> it was the college. It was the barn at no. college. I'm going to delay my attendance. Uh, Veronica says she's going to delay Barnard by a year because uh, Archie is going to be stuck in Riverdale and she wants to be with him. And uh, in a very good, like, Archie's all like, but I'm going to hold you back. Veronica's like, look, this is my decision. Like, this is the thing I want to do. And, like, I thought that was actually pretty good character writing and that it's like, yeah, no. Like, this is all Veronica's choice. You should actually respect it. But instead, what he does is he goes, well, that song you played, it was actually for Betty. And then all of a sudden, this nice romantic dance Becomes a crying fest for Veronica, which was a bummer. Um, very sad for Vernon. Uh, and um, what happened is uh, Cheryl and Tony, they became prom queens. And they, for some reason, said all these other couples should have a dance in front of them, which is like all of the mainstream couples. Can I just but say, it... she, she does not invite Kevin and Fangs, who she knows say... Fangs wanted to be prom king she doesn't invite right. them to join for the dance right because that's what i would that would have been smart right you've been like ah we are prom queens but let's celebrate with some prom kings and yeah just that would have like, been amazing and then you just be like fuck the patriarchy we do what we want now there are four people who win this year mm. and then they just like burn the place down i don't know <laughs> why the pr- the and then they down. show that film at the snuff film <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, uh, they don't, and they're all dancing, and then, you know, everyone is having a, a pretty good dance, but uh, not Veronica and Archie. But you know what? All of a sudden, a weird thing happens on the projector, because someone hacked the projector? Oh, my <laughs> God. All of a sudden, it starts playing 
footage from the rave night with a very auspicious song. One that you would hear at the rave and you would be pretty annoyed. Pretty annoyed if you heard this at a murder rave. I would, at least. Like, if I was going to be murdered. No, I love dancing to the song. I like dancing to the song, but if I was going to murder someone, it wouldn't be to this song because it just seems to be too on the Oh, it's a song about someone who murders. Look, as we can see here, I am an artiste when it comes to murder. It's too on the nose. Wow. Um, so, a song you murder somebody to. Mm-hmm. It, mm. I actually, okay, I, okay, you know how you're going to get this? It is very prominent in the terrible movie Bloodshot. Qu'est-ce que say? Yeah, <laughs> you got <Yes>. it. <laughs> I was actually going to guess it was like Psycho Huey Lewis as like a nod to like uh, American Psycho or something, but um. <laughs> oh my God! If it was fucking I do not like dancing to Huey Lewis. There's so. nothing wrong with what? Huey Lewis. Okay, can we leave Huey, Huey Lewis? Huey Lewis is great. I'm just saying I'm not going to dance. It's not as to good him, as the Talking Heads, talking though. Heads. Come on, one of the best bands ever. One of the best. I yes, thank you. I actually didn't know who sang. Oh my God! Wow. Oh my! Stop making sense. Go watch it right now. Okay. I think I own it on. On VHS. Phenomenal. Go ahead. I guess. I haven't watched it. So then the footage also turns into um, footage of a prom-clad gang stabbing David in the Scarlet Suite. So Bughead decides to run out to investigate. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, Oh, don't you remember Pike would make more movies? I still have a full miniseries of David Lynch stuff to make. You can't kill me. No. And they murder him. Stabby, stabby. I think all he says is like random shit. Like, I think he just makes random noises. Like, oh, don't kill me. So, much don't like um, in real life, they've killed David Lynch. I mean, yeah, the they, they definitely killed any any way of talking about David Lynch in public. <laughs> and now you have people comparing shows that have nothing to do with David Lynch to being a Lynchian um, because the show officially ruined it. Um, anyways, yeah, <laughs> so that happens. All of a sudden, Jughead just destroys the projector. Like, he, he handles it super rationally, in which he just destroys the projector. Not, I don't know, maybe keep the projector intact so you can figure out what the file is. Like, my God, you're a terrible snuff filmmaker. You're a terrible investigator. You are a terrible person and should be eaten by a gator. Like, what is happening? It's so dumb. Because, you know, that's how they caught BTK. They caught him because he was bad. He was was bad at making stuff. But before he he destroys the projector, we do have another line reading. Riverdale Masterpiece Theater, go. Where did they go? Where's the creepy video store guy? And our doppelgangers, why does every one of our dances turn into a Jamie Lee Curtis movie? There you wow, go. incredible. Um, every one of their dances turns into a Jamie Lee Curtis movie? Yeah, yeah. Remember the last time uh, it was literally um, that movie, that movie, Prom Night. Mm-hmm. It was literally prom night, but it didn't take it take, took place at junior prom because the black hood showed up when he only had one arm and was doing a bunch of shit. In the in the in the dance before um, Betty and Veronica switched bodies, and it was like, oh, this is like Freaky Friday. I mean, we're talking about like not we're not going that far. It's, we're, they weren't all of a sudden like, wow, Jughead, that was a true lie. 
right? Like they were they're not going in the that dance far. before. Um, one of the kids gets stung by bees and dies, and they're like, "This is just like my girl," because it's like a Jamie Lee Curtis movie. You get it. Oh, also, this episode wow. is actually called <laughs> Climax. So I guess <laughs> I, I guess uh, I guess this episode this episode was called Climax. So oh, I guess uh, it is Climax. Yeah, so it was literally going. For uh, that. So, but nobody literally, was tripping. I don't understand. That's the whole point of that movie. No, that's very weird. I guess though, that was like, like the fake out because they showed us the spike, the spiked punch bowl, and we were all like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna happen," and then it didn't. Wow. Maybe. Maybe um, Valeska's correct, and it's just delayed reaction. You know, maybe everyone's gonna go home and then just start being methed out. So don't t- Tony and Cheryl have a good cry because Tony can't really stay out at night, and there's. You know, Cheryl's like, oh, I thought we were going to hang out tonight. And Tony's like, no, I have to go home because if I don't, my family will disown me. So I'm sure we can work something out, but it's fine. So then Cheryl goes home and she's crying with Nana because she's like, oh, we're never going to end up being together. It's sad. It's, it feels like a real television show. So it's actually sad. And like, no. no one loves as hard as Cheryl. True. Oh, what a sad, what a sad scene. Anyways, it's fine. We'll go to Veronica and Archie. They break the fuck up. They're broken up now. No, oh my god, they permanently break up now. I thought they said um, they were gonna like stay together for the next two weeks so that they don't also blow up um, Bughead. And then after graduation, no, I thought they, I thought they just weren't gonna tell Bughead. Oh, okay. Like they weren't gonna tell Jughead about the cheaty cheaty. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that was happening. Because then Veronica, which is very goes mature home. and nice of Veronica, instead of like immediately attacking everyone. I mean, I'd want to know. Um, Veronica and Archie break up. Veronica goes home. She's very sad. Her mama comforts her. All of a sudden, she's talking about that something happened between Archie and Betty. And then in the background, we see a figure looming. It's Hiram. And Hiram's like, nobody cheats on members of my family but me. I'm going to him. He's cornered that market. Yeah, he's cornered that Bear. market. Um, and then um, Archie goes home and he finds a last tape. A final tape. The final countdown of tapes. But really, it's just, it's just a scene recreating the time the Black Hood shot his dad. But didn't kill him, and then his dad actually died. Because the real-life actor, Luke Perry, died. <laughs> Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> you could have forgotten. It's been a long Thanks year. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Moment of silence. Yeah, so that that was uh, chapter 77. <sighs> Climax. Is this 77 episodes of Riverdale? Holy yeah. shit. yeah. Do you do you want to know the the next few episode uh, titles? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. I thought the that was Jason's supposed to be my though. job, but you know what? It's fine. It, it was, but you know. He's cut me out. He's slowly cutting me I out cut of this podcast. Out. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to have the part where I went, "Hey, Jason, what is this?" and then have to edit it out later because I don't want to be have like a pause in the information as he pulls information up. So, anyways, Jason, what's the title of the next episodes? Ugh. <sighs> I'm assuming is um, well. So I'm going to ask: Do I get some questions? Please. Well, do I get to ask a question? Whether is it referencing more horror films? 
No, no, I asked you to pull oh, up oh, the oh, time. Oh, 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 um, excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't realize that. Um, Do your job, Jesus Jason. Christ. You have one uh, job. Actually, no, you had two. Do we have any um, reviews? Oh, God. We'll have to look into that next episode. We, we do, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, what are we, season five, right? We're in season five? Is that where we are? Yep. Uh, uh, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love the energy we all have right now. This is really taking it out of me, you know? I'm not I'm not in um you know, I'm not in We're not in fighting right, form anymore. Exactly. I'm not in shape for this. I'm not um it's going to take me some time, you know, to to get back to get back. Wow, so I this feel, was climax. So, <clears throat> so bad Are you ready for guys. episode 2, chapter 79? Oh wait, wait. Yes. Uh, chapter 78, excuse me, is in episode two. The Preppy Murders. The Preppy Murders. Ooh. Betty and Jughead's investigation. Have we seen the edit of Brett Weston Wallace? Mm. I don't know. Do you want me to read the um, synopsis of that episode? Are we going to leave that? Sure. Betty and Jughead's investigation into the auteur takes a twisted turn after receiving a call from Brett. Meanwhile, Archie is forced to make an impossible decision when the person responsible for his father's death needs his help. Elsewhere, Veronica wait, and Hermosa wait, 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 come wait, up wait, with wait. a that just That just literally spoiled the fact that, uh, I guess, FP dies next episode? I guess so. Elsewhere, Veronica and Hermosa come up with a plan to force Hiram into early retirement, and Cheryl makes a business move. Maybe we shouldn't read the synopses anymore. Oh, well... Uh, Maybe just the titles. Okay. We've learned a lesson. A valuable cut that lesson out. today. Cut that out. <clears throat> clap, clap, so we know when to cut that out. Uh, thank you. Chapter 79, Graduation. Graduation. What do you think? They couldn't even do Graduation Day, so it's another slasher title. Know. The Preppy Murders, the only thing that comes up for Preppy Murders is a television film directed by John Tersfeld. And it's based on real-life murders, blah, 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 mm -hmm. Robert mm -hmm. Chambers. Who's that? I don't know him. What did Robert Chambers do? Let's Google him. Uh, Robert Chambers. Oh, he has done a lot of murders. I mean, that uh, sounds very Riverdale. He's age 54, so he's, he would be... So he would be one of the students. He would be one of the students if he, if he were there. Oh, that was a very bad... This is a bad murder. Anyways, uh, never mind. We're gonna <laughs> I told you this podcast has become a snuff film. Um, chapter 79. Graduation. Graduation. Guys, we're going to graduate. Yay. We're... Are we going to graduate into like a good <laughs> No, that's not possible. How dare you? Chapter 80. Purgatory. Hmm. I like the I've just learned that. something shocking. Not for me, but... I've just learned something shocking, but um, and I feel like for the first time I know more than you guys do, which is exciting. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's a major a thing that, that happened. Well, no, no, we have more. Chapter 81, the homecoming. How can you have homecoming after prom? Ooh, Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. Chapter um, episode six to be announced, but. Ooh, ooh. Episode seven, fire in the sky. 
No. Wait, they announced seven, but not six? Are you fucking kidding so me? So I'm very I'm hoping, fucking... very much hoping, that Archie gets abducted by aliens. <laughs> it gets I mean, they probed. better. They're going to name <laughs> it that. They have to. It's for fucking trash and shit. <laughs> so, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The greys yeah. are anally probing Archie in episode no, seven. All of a sudden, like, Hiram goes, yes, I am one of their rescuers. <laughs> says, I, Hiram, We already knew that, we Hiram. We already knew that. That wasn't a surprise. Come for your people. Nom, nom, nom. Okay, Valeska, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BitchCraftTO. You can go to hlpublishing.com to look for books that I have co-edited. There's another one coming out on found footage, which is pretty exciting. Um, you can join the mailing list to find out about that. Perfect. Jason, where can we find you on the internet? You can't. I'm a ghost. Perfect. You can find us at milkshakesandmimosas at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at mpodcastm. If you follow a podcasting thing that has ratings, I don't know, give us some ratings, I guess. Cool. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.